You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Good Morning Vale. There is a shot of I-70. You can see a little bit snow covered out there. We've got some light snow falling now and uh, going to make those roads a little slippery. So be careful when you get out there and on your way to work or on your way up to the mountain to ski. Um, a little bit of snow on the ground, so uh, just be careful and take your time. Now, there's a lot of things happening in the community other than the skiing and the snowboarding. As a matter of fact, over at Eagle Valley Library District, they have a lot of neat events going on for people of all ages. Thumbs up Thursday is today, 330 Avon Library. You can make a free animal scarf. Registration is required, so make sure you go on to evld.org and get registered so you can take your child in there to make a free animal scarf. Another thing happening over in Eagle at the Eagle Library is Teen Movie Night. Now, there's a lot of different uh, titles that they show. They haven't determined the one yet for tonight, but that's from 5 to 6 p.m. So get over there. They'll pop some popcorn, roll some movies, and you can have some fun watching the Teen Movie Night. Again, go to evld.com to see all the different things that they've got going on with the Eagle Valley Library District, and that's evld.org to make sure you check out everything they've got going on over at the library. Now, another great event that's taking place tonight is, is hosted by three individuals from the Valley. So we've got Julie Kiddo, Michael Brand, and Kevin Roop talking about the free wellness workshop from local experts. This is presented by Speak Up, Reach Out, and moderated by Aaron Ivey. And they are gonna go over a lot of challenges when talking about mental health, when they talk about being well overall, because physical wellness isn't the only wellness, it's that mental wellness that really brings things together. So get out there and listen to that panel of three locals talking about wellness and holding a workshop so that you can ask questions after it. That's gonna be held over at the Colorado Mountain College from 5 to 6.30. You can get tickets. It's a free event, but you still need a ticket. They want to track everybody coming in. Go to eventbrite.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E.com to get your tickets for that event. Now, another very important and enriching event is hosted by the Vail Symposium. This one is called Knocking on Heaven's Door. This is how physics and science thinking illuminate the universe and the modern world. This is from 7 or 6 to 7:30 p.m. tonight at Vale Interfaith Chapel. You can get more information on the Vale Symposium website. That's valesymposium.org. Now they're going to have Harvard professor Lisa Randall there. She is going to be talking about the cutting edge of physics and how to address challenges faced 
by innovative thinkers. So she'll dive deep into that. A very good speaker. You want to go pay attention to her. She was voted one of the top 100 most interesting people, was in Rolling Stone magazine, a lot of accolades, and has a lot of information on physics and how this scientific information is really changing our world. Well, that's a lot of things happening in the valley. As I mentioned earlier, there's a little bit of snow falling out there. So let's take a look and see what's going to be happening in our forecast. We'll just take it over to Maddie Evans. Maddie? Thanks so much, Kevin. So many great activities always taking place here in our community. If you are getting out on those roadways today, be nice and safe. We saw quite a bit of accumulated snow overnight last night. Now we're expecting to see some more precipitation over the course of today, 12 degrees around 8 a.m. high of 23, 30% chance of snowfall, mostly cloudy skies, winds coming out of the west, southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour, making it feel a little bit chillier out there than it actually is. Now we have this nice cold front sitting above us that's bringing these cooler temperatures our way. As we take a look at Vail by the hour though, you can see temperatures slowly increasing, that high taking place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour cloud coverage throughout the course of today. Now if you are getting along that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are pretty chilly, 24 degrees, a little bit of sunshine down there, 20% chance of precipitation, 23 in Vail, 30% chance, 25 in Avon with a 30% chance of precipitation, decreasing just slightly as we make our way west towards equal 29 degrees. 20% chance of precipitation. So if you are getting out there, just give yourself that extra travel time and especially because those roads are a little bit snow packed first thing this morning. 11 degrees is our overnight low, continuing with some more snowfall overnight tonight. 60% chance of snow. Now we are expecting to see winds come out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour. So if you are getting out there to do anything, maybe one of those really great activities that Kevin was just talking about, give yourself a little bit of extra travel time and bundle up because it is gonna be a little bit chilly out there. 60% chance of morning snow tomorrow, high of 29. Now we are going to see this cold front make its way out. This little pressure system, low pressure system, push its way out as well. High pressure system by Saturday, mostly sunny skies, high of 44 degrees. We are expecting afternoon snow on Sunday. 37 degrees is the high, continuing into Monday. Temperatures into the mid-30s. And again on Tuesday with another increased chance of precipitation. So if you are getting out there, just stay nice and safe, but enjoy all of that fresh new snow. Now let's take it over to Kevin to see exactly what the snow totals up on Vail and Beaver Creek Mountain are. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Well, we do have some of that snow still falling out there. And as Maddie pointed out in the forecast, those winds are going to pick up a little bit. So be careful out there. It can create a little bit of an issue with visibility. So just take your time, have some fun out there, but just be mindful. Those winds are going to pick up. Now with that overnight snow, we're seeing over in Beaver Creek, the last 24 hours, they're reporting four inches of snow, four inches of snow in the last 48 hours. So not much of a change there. 234 inches for the season total creating a 41 inch base. So there's a lot of snow out there to be had. Get out there and have some fun. 25 lifts are spinning, 163 trails are open, still stuck on that 98% of the terrain open over there in Beaver Creek. So still a lot to ski over there. Get out there and have some fun. Now looking over at Vail, they reported six inches last night, six inches in the last 48 hours, 254 inch total for the season, a 70 inch base. So 
Still, a lot of snow out there leading into what we're going to be seeing in a little bit some, some spring skiing. So a lot out there. 33 lifts are spinning, 275 trails are open, and they have 100% of their terrain open, and that includes all those epic back bowls. So get out there with some of this new snowfall, get some fresh tracks in, and have a great time. We'll be back soon with more Good Morning Vale. There's nothing better than that jingle first thing this morning because that means we're giving stuff away. Now, if you're getting out there to enjoy that new snow up on Vail or Beaver Creek Mountain, it's important that you fuel your body first. And we're giving away a $25 gift card to Loaded Joe's for you to go enjoy. Now, this is the Loaded Joe's in Avon that we're showing a picture of right behind me. This is off the third roundabout. It's super easy to find. Now, the one in Vail is located right at the bottom of the stairs as you're leaving the transportation center. So all you have to do to get this gift card is call the number up on the screen 970-628-9881 and this $25 gift card is all yours to give you some delicious breakfast either first thing this morning or maybe into the weekend whatever you like to do or this is great for some coffee they've got amazing coffee over there so all you have to do is call 970-628-9881 and this gift card is yours now we've got a great show in store for you today and we're going to introduce you to Carrie Hogan it's been a little bit chilly so we're taking a flashback to the summer where we're going to show you some great items. Let's take a look. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning, Vale. I am joined on the couch right now with one of the staples of the shows, Miss <laughs> Carrie Hogan from the, I have to say, NAP organization because you've got You're NAP so, Harvest. That's a good way NAP to do it. NAP Ranch. <laughs> Nap garden. Yeah. So much. I just want to take a Naps, nap. Nectar. I know. Me out. I hear you. I hear you. My gosh. Well, <laughs> you brought some beautiful pillows. Yeah. You know, these are some of the examples of the things we have down at Nap Harvest. We're always talking about all the beautiful vegetables and organic foods and all that that's coming in. But we also have an awful lot of little gifts. B section right. has got a lot of different things. So it's fun place to come in to do your shopping for, you know, if you've got a birthday party or a hostess gift you know we've got the right. you know and a lot of these go to supporting the bees so yeah. it's it's really fun i try you know i forget that we have so many other things at nap harvest in that little store but it is produce season oh my oh, goodness oh i don't know we can get overloaded we feel like we're overloaded for about five minutes right. when it comes in the door and it's fresh from the farms and we pick it up weekly sometimes twice the way it's going now everybody's out there eating their fruits and vegetables, How and I love it. How are mushrooms doing? Oh, they're doing great. Because I tell you, I was out walking around the other day, and they're popping up everywhere. Yeah, you are absolutely right. For wild foraging, and, you know, we had just completed that Eagle Wild uh, Mushroom Festival right. uh, a couple weekends ago, and that was a blast. I learned a lot. I learned, you know, first of all, it's really important to know what the heck you're doing out there. And you're right, there's a lot popping up. I mean, there's little tiny ones up in the grass. There's all sorts of things. So it's good to know what your mushrooms are. Now, I know what my, where my mushrooms come from because they're grown up at Knapp Ranch at 9,000 feet. And <laughs> so when you hand them to me, then I know they're safe to eat. But we've got beautiful lion's mane, which cooked correctly, tastes like crab and seafood. Oh. We've got these beautiful blue oysters, 
Phoenix oyster mushrooms, yellow oyster mushrooms. It's just, they're they're, they're like, you know, pieces of art or something. They're gorgeous. Right. So um, it's mushroom season as well. You're right. And we brought down uh, from the ranch yesterday big, huge collard greens. Oh. So it's it's just for us in the, you know, veggie mindset and it's just this time yeah. of year is unbelievable. The peaches, the plums. Oh, the yeah, that, it's that time of year. The peach season when they start rolling in. Oh, it's, it's a just good the one. best. Now you keep talking about gifts, and I hate to say this. Uh-oh. Christmas is just around the Oh, corner. my God. <laughs> and if you're anything like me, I start acquiring things now. You're so smart. So it's not that rush. Oh, I see. Yeah. You, you plan. Yeah, plan oh, ahead a little I bit. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm going to try that this year. We'll see. Right. Usually I run around at Christmas Eve in Nap Harvest <laughs> grabbing all sorts of things, you know. And it really does, does make funny, fun gifts. So, you know, you can put together, or we will for you, gift baskets that might include the, our wildflower honey our, our propolis soap that Carmen makes from the hive, right. um, lip balms, creams, you know, it, bath salts, all sorts of things to pamper yourself and feel good about it. You know, as we know, those bees are healthy for us, very yeah. good for us. Now, you've got in there, too, sustainability items, mm -hmm. and you've got your refill station. Yes. And the produce and everything in there is organic mm -hmm. and pesticide-free. Oh. You still have those signs you can put out, don't spray on me? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Got it. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a big, big deal to us. You know, yep. when we're caring for 29 hives up and down the valley, those girls and the boys and the queen work so hard for us. They're, you know, really, um, we know they're keystone species. We know we need to protect them. Um, also, don't forget our little native uh, bees. I, I talk a lot to people when they're, we're at the garden center and they're adding plastic and then they're adding mulch on top of that. Right. You're killing the bees just as easily because yep. they can't drill into the ground. Honey bees are in colonies. Uh, native bees are single. Yeah. So they really have to survive, and we're not making it easy at all, yeah. no matter what we think we're doing right we you know really it's good to read about it and and listen about it but bookworms got a great event coming up august 31st about bees um and it it it's just good to to know what you're doing and what you're eating and all of that now talking about bees <clears throat> uh your beekeeper has had some accolades oh and some goodness. attention recently what's oh going on oh my gosh well carmen weiland who's our master beekeeper um she's been she was picked up on the cpr colorado public radio and about bees and, and they came up to interview her and it was so successful that it went to the National Public Radio. Scripps was up here last week interviewing wow. her and that's in 62 different states now. Yeah. Um, she's, I'm just gonna tell you, she's a queen bee. She is awesome. She cares so much about those little bees and her passion and her knowledge is just really what we need to hear. Yeah, so, and, and getting the word out. A lot of people yeah. don't understand what they're doing, how bad it is for different things. And if she's out there on those all these different medias talking about it, educating and enriching um, all of the viewers and listeners, then we're going to go nowhere but forward That's with some of these things. That's exactly right. And I, I really um, am thankful for her voice. And it's she is the shyest person in front of cameras radios and she's getting over that we're watching her live get over it well then bring her in here we're gonna i have told to talk. her i told her this is next we'll let her wear her beekeeping <laughs> outfit so she can feel like she's hiding exactly exactly right, that's good. a good idea yeah. well carrie thanks so much Absolutely. for stopping in today every time you come in it's something more enriching and inspiring <laughs> to all myself and all the viewers 
talking about Thank the bees, you. talking about all the wonderful produce and the items that you've got there at Nap Harvest, Nap Ranch, Nap Garden, Nap Nectar. Boy, you're good. You're yeah. here. That's a pretty good feel right there. A lot of things <laughs> going on out there. Thanks, Carrie. You're we'll, welcome. We'll be back with more Good Morning Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take another look at that local weather forecast. For today, we are expecting to see those cooler temperatures. 12 degrees around 8 a.m. high of 23, 30% chance of precipitation. Now, we are expecting to see winds come out of the west-southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour. As we take a look at Vale by the hour, you can see that cloud coverage is going to be here throughout the course of today. That high is going to take place between that 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock hour, and then temperatures are going to start to cool down as we approach this evening. As we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are pretty chilly, 24 degrees, 20% chance of precipitation. Now they are going to see some sunshine come out down there. 23 in Vail with a 30% chance of precipitation, 25 in Avon with a 30% chance of moisture. Temperatures just a little bit warmer out to the west of us in Eagle, 29 degrees, 20% chance of precipitation. So if you are traveling along that I-70 corridor, know there's a slight chance of that little low pressure system to remain bringing us that precipitation. As we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, 11 degrees is our overnight low, 60% chance of snowfall. Cloudy skies are likely now. We are expecting to see those winds come out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour, which is going to make that 11 degrees feel a little bit chillier than it actually is. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, 60% chance of morning snow tomorrow, 29 degrees. Now we're going to see that cold front push its way out. That high pressure system and those warmer temperatures come in. 44 degrees by Saturday, mostly sunny skies. Afternoon snow is likely on Sunday, 37 degrees. Now we are going to see those temperatures start to sit into the mid-30s for Monday and Tuesday. 20% chance of precipitation on Monday, increasing to a 50% chance by Tuesday. Now, if there's anything that you need to stay warm out there or maybe protect your skin from those harsh UV rays, well, then you should go check out Sun & Ski Sports, and they're located right here in the heart of Avon. They've got everything you need. Now, we're going to take it over to Kevin, who's going to give us a look at the lens of the day. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. Thanks, Maddie, for that weather report. A lot of different weather out there right now. We've got some snowfall. It's going to clear up a little bit. We've got some winds coming in. So getting a nice goggle technology system in place is going to be key on a day like today. Nothing better than the Anon. The MFI, this is the M2, so Anon categorizes their goggle sizes by number. The WM1, the 2, and the 3, based on the size of your face, so you always have a very nice snug fit. Now, a lot of neat features in this goggle. You've got the face mask in integration here that's magnetic, so all you do, if you don't need it, that wind tones down, you can take it off, put it in your pocket, and ski away. It's also got some nice tacky rubber strips in the band itself to keep that strap from slipping around. In the frame itself, it's got indentations on the side. So if you do wear glasses while you ski, it doesn't pinch those glass frames next to your head. Nice, comfortable skiing. Now, one of the best things about this technology is the magnetic lenses. So as the light drops or increases, you can simply just pop one lens out, put it aside, stick the other one in, and you're off and skiing that fast without having to 
waste half the day going to get another set of goggles or trying to roll the dice and see which ones are going to be best like on a day like today where we're going to have a lot of different weather. So Eyepieces Avail is the place to go. Check out their website, eyepiecesavail.com. They've got a lot of convenient locations, a couple over in Vail, Edwards, Beaver Creek, all around so it's very convenient to get to and their staff are experts in eyewear. So whether it's goggles whether it's eyeglasses or whether it's just a fashion statement that you want to make for Apre, go in and see their experts. They'll set you up with a nice solution to your needs. That's Eyepieces Avail. Eyepiecesavail.com is the place to go for any eyewear needs. We'll be back soon with more Good Morning Vail. Welcome to the TV8 Visitors Bureau, getting you in the know before you go. We're up here in the beautiful Beaver Creek, and if you are looking for activities to do, well, they've got an app that can guide you through everything you need. So you just have to download the Beaver Creek Village Guide, and it'll get you everything from restaurants and shopping to when activities and events are taking place. There are so many great activities always happening up here at the Beaver Creek resort and one of them is the Villar Performing Arts Center. This is a great venue for you to go and enjoy so many incredible shows. It's going to be super easy to buy your tickets using the app and we're going to show you how to get there. Once you buy your tickets to go enjoy the Villar Performing Arts Center, this is how you're going to get there from the covered bridge here in Beaver Creek all the way over there. Let's go. Once you make your way down to the Vlar Performing Arts Center, you get to go inside and enjoy their 535-seat intimate venue where they do so many great shows. So make sure that you check it out and use the app to plan your entire trip up here in Beaver Creek. That's going to do it for this edition of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you soon. If you've had the chance to tune into the scoreboard recently, well then you've seen that the girls Nordic team from Battle Mountain High School just won the state championship. And I'm here with Jeff Apps, one of their amazing coaches. Thank you so much for being here and congratulations. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's so nice to have you guys here. It's so nice that we have such incredible coaches throughout our community that are so involved in what they're doing as they're totally shifting these kids' lives. Yeah, it... Um the coaches that we get to work with, and I actually want to give them a shout out if I could. Of so course. at Battle Mountain, we have these Alp we have a great Alpine team which has about seventy kids on wow. their team, and the head coach there is Eric Gilbert. Uh, his assistant coaches are Kelly Wyatt and Greg Gibbons, and then on the Nordic side, it's myself. Um, I got the opportunity to coach the last three years with my son Christian Apps, wow. and then Lisa I Lisa and Innes Isom are also the the coaches and it's kind of that dream team of fun. It is that dream team of fun and I can actually speak to that because um, Ennis Isom was my science teacher no, in, I figured that. <laughs> in middle school way <laughs> back when and so it is cool to see him still involved but it is cool that like 
knowing the kids that are now growing up in our community are also having the same opportunity to have these very influential adults in their life, yourself, Ines Isom, Lisa Isom, all of them. And so we want to congratulate each and every one of you guys for well, all thanks. of your accomplishments. So let's talk a little bit about the season and leading up to the state championship. So we start training in November 1st uh, for dry land and it's whenever the snow flies and we can get on snow. And so we have, our, our sport along with Alpine is a no cut sport. So whoever shows up gets on the team. Right. And so um, we'll start then, but then we also get all of these phenomenal athletes that are coming from the cross country season. And if you recall, Battle Mountain has an incredible cross country team under uh, Coach Parrish and they have legendary athletes coming out of that. And so we're that transitional sport between the fall cross country and then spring track. We're that no, ours is a glide sport. So if kids want to get stronger, stay in shape, and then not hurt themselves unless they fall or do something like that. But so we get a ton of really good athletes in the winter that still want to stay fit. Which I think is really important, and we were just talking off camera about making sure that you're constantly moving your body, not only for the health benefits, but it helps up here with the altitude, and then it helps you mentally, too. Well, that's a big part of it, and we'll start on snow. Um, we start training, and the kids get out of school, and we'll get on snow about, at about 4.30. And then in December, it's dark at 5. Right. So we're typically either in headlamps and it's usually not warm then so the idea of if you don't move you're gonna get cold right so there's a big incentive to constantly move to keep warm right and so when you guys are doing your dry land training what kind of things are you doing leading up to getting on the snow and doing the gliding so nordic is one of those sports and our races are all five kilometers mm -hmm. so that's the high school distance and it all depends on hills flats but most of the courses are extremely hilly and, Here, yes. and we have to go up the hills to go down the hills. So it's one of those sports is like, why would you do that? Well, these kids love the ability to go to that next level physically. And so training wise, we're doing a lot of burst type workouts, lunges, uh, bounding. And then it, again, these kids are coming from other sports. Our job is to get their upper body strong because in Nordic, you're, you're using your upper body as part of that engine to propel forward. So you use your legs the upper body, arm, stomach, and then also, of course, your lungs. And if you've ever tried to skate ski without practicing, you will, it's like swimming. The first time you hop into the pool, you're like, I'm gonna drown. Right. And, with, and so here, it's a full body workout and your, your oxygen and your heart will start screaming at you within about two minutes to say, stop, lay down. <laughs> right. And it's, uh, but then they get used to it. And then you, you, it takes about 30 days to get that upper body used to it. Which I think is really important that you guys know all of this and you know how to help these kids make this transition, right? From the co cross country running to then the Nordic skiing. And you've been doing this for quite some time. Yeah, it's, I got into it. My kids were into it. Um, and I cross country skied before I downhill skied. And then I learned I think it was uh, middle school. I said, there are chairlifts that take you up the hill. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Parked the cross country skis, went to downhill. And then came back to it about 20 years ago. And then the equipment changed, the, the gear changed, and it got phenomenally fun. And now the Nordic environment here in the valley and around the state, um, Alpine skiing is great, but Nordic skiing to me is just so peaceful and beautiful out there. 
And we have some incredible places to do it. So I know that you guys use the Vail Nordic Center to mm -hmm. train pretty frequently, and that's such a beautiful area. The views are incredible. The track is well-groomed. So that just shows what our community does to make things like this happen. And they give us a great discount. And again, big shout out to Vail Rack and to Dan Tim at the Nordic Center. Hope he gets to hope he gets out of town. He's scheduled to do the Berkey this weekend, which my son is at also. So that it's a race back in Wisconsin, a uh, fifty-kilometer race, which is insane. Thirteen thousand people do this, and you're like, what? What? Why are there so many crazy people? <laughs> right. So the Nordic philosophy is one of um, it, it is such a beautiful sport that when you get in it um, and you you get over that learning curve, which can be really quick. And then you'll see there's a there's a beauty to it and a passion to it that there there's all these other slangs but um, and but it's a sport that you can do the rest of your life. It is something you can do for the rest of your life, and maybe if you're someone who's had multiple knee injuries, this isn't going to be one of those high impact sports where you're Correct. like constantly worried about risking your knees again. Now, if you were to give one piece of advice to anyone who is interested in maybe trying this sport out, what would you say? Um, Go try it. You know, it's the first step is you get, there's two different types of, of Nordic. There's the classic skiing where there's a track and it's, it's a lane and your skis stay in the track. Mm -hmm. And then the second is skating where you're, you're in a, a ski that has, and you're, you're just like skating back and forth. And there's a comic out there, Jim Gaffigan, again, shout out to him because he won't respond to me. Mm -hmm. He did a Nordic slam of, you know that part on the chairlift where you're skiing to the chairlift mm -hmm. and he goes yeah let's do that all day <laughs> and he's like why would people do that and, but he won't respond and I'll still he, if he ever comes out I would love to give him and his five kids a private lesson to show them the beauty of the sport I would love that for you and if you make that happen <laughs> we'll be there to cover it for you thank you so much again for coming in giving us Absolutely. all this great information and thank you for the hard work that you do with these incredible athletes that we have here in our community and congratulations on the win thanks it's the girls are amazing they're so amazing and the best part quick shout out to them all of them are coming back yes so that's what we like to see because we like to be part of your celebration and part of your victory and so we cannot wait to see the incredible things that you guys do next year all right thank you very much Make sure that if you run into any girls that you see in a jacket just like his that are on the Nordic team, that you give them a big, huge congratulations because they did just win the state championships here, and that's a huge deal for us. So get out there, give them a big round of applause, and make sure that you congratulate them. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Always a lot of interesting people here in the Valley doing some interesting things. And I'm here with Steve Houston, the owner of Oracle Canine Training, to talk a little bit about dog training and different options that you may have for your animal. Now, Steve, how did you get involved with dog training? Uh, realistically, I started uh, as a child. My grandfather and uncles had a breeding program. They bred uh, American Pitbull Terriers. So from a very young age, uh, I got a hands-on experience with high drive, high energy dogs that could be challenging. Um, then I kind of grew up, went to the Marine Corps um, and saw the patrol dogs that were explosive detection, uh, dogs that were attached to us overseas. Mm -hmm. And I kind of got the hook there. Um, I started hanging out with some of those people. And uh, when I got out of the Marines, I joined a Schutzen Club. Uh, and that's kind of where I learned a lot of my, uh, a lot of my stuff. Yeah. 
So. Now, let's go back to those marine dogs. That's pretty extensive training to be able to bomb sniff and important in for the military to do their job. Those dogs are like soldiers. They play a very important role. Absolutely. They're uh, trained for a very long time. They can smell explosives. They can track bad guys, and, and they can bite the bad guys, too. So yeah. it takes a long time for that, um, but they're hand-selected and bred to do that. So. Yeah. Now, you were telling me about a conference you went to recently with some of the best trainers and some of the things that happened there. What, what is a time frame to get a dog trained? And let's say, I know it's a, a lot of variables that come into play with the breed and the size and what you're trying to do, but just the basic commands on a dog. So for a pet dog, I would say, uh, if somebody does like a board and train, I would say typically four to five weeks uh, with the trainer that entire time, that dog's gonna be trained 100% rock solid, you know, you can't really guarantee anything in dog training. And if you ever hear a dog trainer guarantee something, you should run away. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, if, if a dog's with somebody for four weeks, um, I think that that would be a, a good amount of time. Now, for private lessons, I've done four or five hours with people, and, and I've seen that work out really well because they put the time in. But then again, that's, that's one lesson a week for right. about four to five weeks. So I know I've got your website, oraclecaninetraining.com. You can kind of go on, see the different things. But I know you offer the private training and board, the, uh, the day training and enrichment. So what, what's the difference between some of those different things that you do? Um, so private training, I, I drive to the client. I spend an hour. I typically go over that, but um, you know that's what it is, an hour. I drive to them. I show them exercises. I'll handle the leash, and then I'll pass it over to them, kind of coach them a little bit. Um, day enrichment, I'll, I'll grab a dog, take it for the day. We'll go to Home Depot, mm -hmm. we'll go to parks, we'll go to you know, parking lots at grocery stores, and I will expose them to different stimuli and, uh, you know, and train them like that. And then a board and train, the dog comes and it's with me for X amount of time, uh, and then I return it to the owner. Right, right. Now, you see, when, whenever you see dogs out in the community running around, first thing you want to do is just go pet the dog. But a lot of times when a dog is in training, you definitely don't want to do that, but you never want to really approach a dog without really knowing the dog or getting permission from the owner. Is that correct? Absolutely. I, I if I don't know the uh, if I don't know you and I don't know your dog, I'm just gonna keep walking by and my dog's gonna keep looking at me and ignoring the the, the stuff. Very quickly, an incident can go bad if you if you run up to the wrong dog and it's dog aggressive or human aggressive. You know, if you absolutely have to, I would say, hey, you know, do you mind if I pet your dog? I, I always say, no, we're training, but thank you for asking. It's, right. you know, and, and that could be a service animal. I, I've had, I've heard stories, people go up and they just reach down and start petting a service animal and they miss the cue of their person about to have a seizure and that person falls and smacks their head on the ground. Right. So it's always a good idea to ask, but I, and it's good practice not, just not to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I know dogs are very important and very common here in the Valley. What are some tips you can give pet owners as far as being responsible pet owners? Um, first, the biggest one is put your animal on a leash, right? Yep. There's a, the county has a, no, there's a leash law. You can't just have your dogs running around just because your dog's friendly and it comes charging up to my dog doesn't mean that my dog's friendly. And very quickly in the blink of an eye, that can, that can go bad. Um, second, I would teach your dog to come to you when you call it and, yeah. and, and in all situations, you know, um, I'm a balanced trainer, so I will use tools as needed. If my dog is off leash, um, I would recommend that these people train their dog on, on an e-collar. So that, that's your seatbelt. You know, you, your dog can have a rock solid recall. 
uh, a rabbit or a pack of deer can run by and phew, he's gone. And that, that's a death sentence for dogs. Like the, right. if they start chasing deer, but if you have an electric collar on, it's like a seatbelt. Hey, come here, pop, 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 pop. And yep. it's not there to hurt the dog. It's just to tap them, say, hey, come back to me. Yeah. And I know a lot of people <clears throat> have busy schedules. They just don't have the time to spend with dogs. And that's what it takes a lot of time a lot of consistency in what you do, and that's kind of where your company comes into play, can help people out. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's one of those life decisions. If, we've, if we don't have time, we, we need to evaluate the, a, you know, having a dog or getting a dog. So if people are thinking about getting one and they don't have the time, don't. Right. You know, come, come pet my dogs or have, have the time. But yes, I, I'm there to uh, not so much babysit dogs, but I can help your dog, you know, with some training issues if, if people don't have the time to do that. And do you handle pretty much every single kind of burrito dog? Yep, I, I was working with a beautiful uh, little Wheaton Terrier yesterday, and he's like three and a half months old. And then I work uh, with police dogs. So I, I go down to Denver. My buddy's got a business down there. Yep. Um, I travel the country. I'm, for instance, the last week of March, I'm going to Kentucky for a canine competition. There's going to be a lot of police agencies. So wow. pets to working dogs, I'm, I'm your guy. So. All right. <laughs> well, Steve, thanks for coming in and Absolutely. spending the morning with us, telling us everything you do to help Owners be more responsible pet owners. Go to the website oraclecaninetraining.com or give them a call at 970-403-5535. We'll be back soon with more Good Morning Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look at that local weather. Getting up today at 8 a.m., 12 degrees, a high today of 23, 30% chance of snow showers out there. Moderate winds, 10 to 15 miles an hour. We saw those kind of kick up yesterday and get a little bit gusty, so just be mindful if you're out there driving. Still some snow out there on those roadways. As we go throughout the day, 12 degrees as you wake up. Going to warm up to that 22 degrees at that 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock time frame during the day. And then looking at the I-70 corridor, partly sunny and 24 degrees in Denver. Vale is 23 and cloudy, 25 degrees in Avon and 29 degrees in Eagle with some uh, chance of snow flurry. So just be mindful of some of that snow out there still on the roads. 11 degrees tonight is going to be the low 60% chance of precipitation. So we're going to see some light snow tonight. We're going to see a little bit of an increase in those winds. We're going to see 15 to 25 miles an hour. So that could create some visibility issues if you're out there on those roadways. Looking at Friday, 29 degrees, morning snow, 16 is going to be the low. Saturday, mostly sunny, 44 degrees, 37 and some afternoon snow on Sunday. And then Monday, we're going to start warming up a little bit, 35 degrees and partly cloudy. And Tuesday, 34 degrees and 50% chance of precipitation. We're going to take it over to Maddie now and have her give something away. Maddie? It's your lucky day because we are not only doing one watch and win today, but we are doing two watch and wins today. Now, if you're, oop, there goes Kevin. If you are uh, looking to get out and do something fun this Saturday, well, then you can make your way over to Agave for East Coast Sensation Dogs in a Pile. Now, they just released their new album, Bloom, and it already has over 500,000 streams on Spotify. So all you have to do to win two tickets to the show and some great swag, which we've got a shirt, and a lovely pin to give you for the event and all of the fun. Well, then you can dial the number that's up on the screen right now. It is 970-628-9881, and 
and you can win this fabulous shirt, this fabulous pin, and two tickets to the concert. So if you're looking for something fun to do, maybe a great date night idea, well, this is a great time to get out there and enjoy all of the fun. And so this is the wonderful swag that you could give away, the shirt and this pin. So make sure that you give us a call right now, 970-628-9881. And like I said, two tickets to the show, and then, of course, a great time over there with this pin and this shirt. So give us a call right now, and you will win. Kevin, what a fun show. I'm excited to be at Dogs in a Pile with you on Saturday. With our dog in a pile. With our dog in a pile. Now, speaking of dog in a pile, look at this beautiful puppy that we have joining us on the couch. Hope, you got to look up. This is Kevin's puppy. She's sniffing, I think, where B has been laying around. So Yeah, well, B likes to come and lay right here on my feet yeah. as we are filming. And so this is Hope, and Hope is just hanging out with us. She's definitely smelling around all the dogs, all the cats, the horses, the goats. The sheep that we've had on the set. And the dog trainer that was just here. And the dog trainer that was or just Steve. here. Yeah, Steve I'm sure has a lot of different dog scents on him. Yes. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful edition of Good Morning Vale. If you have not yet called to win all of the great things that we're giving away, well then, you're going to want to get your hands on these things because like, look at the shirt. Yeah, it'd be something you want to wear to the concert on Friday night. Right. You want to have some fun? Yeah. You want to look super cool? Well, then call and win yeah. all of these great it's things. It's official. It's an official shirt. <laughs> it is an official dogs shirt. Dogs in a pile. And this really cool pin. I think this is the coolest one that we've pulled out so far. That is neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool. And I mean, it has some great designs. They do such a good job with all of their merchandising, all of their product. So make sure that you call to win and uh, you can have this wonderful pin. It's got a nice dog on it. It's pretty fun. It's got some nice colors. Lots of fun things happening in the Valley. Eagle Valley Library District has some things. Uh, yes. We've got Speak Up Reach Out event tonight as well with those three locals going to give a wellness uh, panel topic speech tonight. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then, uh, gosh, dogs in a pile coming up on Friday. You got to get ready for that. Dogs in a pile this Friday. Now there are some other activities that you can go, or I mean, it's Saturday, Kevin. It's the oh, 25th. Oh, Saturday, I'm yeah. sorry. Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday the 25th. See, I'm trying to get ahead of myself. I'm so excited. You're so excited. You just can't contain <laughs> yourself. <laughs> we love it. Um, there are some other great activities that you can get out there and do today. So you can always go to thevalesymposium.org for more information on what they've got taking place tonight. You can go to vilarpac.org to see the full lineup of events because they have a really cool program that's happening tonight. Do you like Planet Earth? Love it. I love Planet Earth. That's love, our Mother Earth. I love Planet Earth as well. And they're showing one of the documentary series, Planet Earth, alongside a symphony. So it's going to be absolutely incredible up there. So you can go online. You can buy tickets for that. You can make your way up to Walking Mountains. There's just a lot of activities happening in and around our community. And we hope to see you out there at each and every one. Now, remember, there's some new snow. So you can get out and have a great day on the mountain. Yeah, get out there. 100% of the terrain on Vail and 98% in Beaver Creek. So get out there and have a wonderful day. Good morning, Vale. See what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. You're home in the Rockies.